I swear one of these days I'm going to record <laughs> something for behind the scenes so everybody can see what I have to listen to. That's Greg's version of Shut Up. It wasn't that one. Bless your heart. Bless your heart, Greg. <laughs> now, now we're going to have to put them in the stockards <laughs> at the Texas Ren Fest. Oh, and no. I want to record his that. Highness, his, highness, his Highness likes us. It's true. It's true. Good morning and welcome. How is everyone today? No, you got to say the huzzah. Oh, oh. Yeah, there we are. Well, then let's say huzzah. There you go. There we go. That's a great start right there. Indeed. And yes, everybody, we do have the king from the Texas Renaissance Festival, which we are looking forward to having this conversation about the new stuff that will be there, some of the new shows that might be happening, and even some of the old shows. If you're a veteran like me, one of the biggest things that I have to do every year, regardless, is go see the Royal Falconeer. And that is actually right next to Sherwood Forest, if I'm mistaken. It's like right before you enter to Sherwood Forest. And that's true. Now, I must I must say that uh, we made some changes and um, Sherwood Forest has become the enchanted forest because oh. Robin Hood moved out and all the Fae of Avalon moved in. Oh. The fairies and the satyrs, and they've taken it all over. So uh, Robin Hood and uh, his group of merry men had to find some other digs. I would oh. love to see that. Definitely. Indeed. So now you can come yeah. and visit the Enchanted Forest. And as you mentioned, uh, right beside the Falconer stage, the Enchanted Forest, and we also have a new area we're calling the Enchanted Knoll. You see what we Ooh. did there? Everything's Ooh. enchanted. And that, of course, is right beside our Magic Garden. So it's uh -huh. like, I, love, I love the gardens out there. The gardens oh, are wonderful. Indeed, there's magic our, and mystery uh, everywhere. Indeed, but our owner and uh, founder... Uh, King George, uh, one of his favorite hobbies is horticulture. So he has established gardens all about the site, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Oh, cool. But the one I just mentioned is a magic garden, which is actually you can walk through this entire garden along a creek and it's set up in a part of the fair. You can hardly hear the rest of the festival. And it's very quiet and meditative. And he set up these glorious uh, little bowers with uh, uh, different different themes to honor different flowers and different countries. So you could spend nearly an hour just wandering around out there and finding all these nooks and places to sit and enjoy nature and some uh, fabulous sculpture as well. It's glorious. Out there. Well, His Royal oh. Highness, what are the dates for this? Oh, the dates. That's a very good place to start, CJ. Thank you very much, <laughs> indeed. Uh, this year, we are opening October 9th, and we are running weekends through November 28th, and that includes the Friday after Thanksgiving. So on our final weekend, we have three days to celebrate, and... Um, since some of you haven't been to the festival, you may not realize that every weekend, yes, Amy and lovely lady CJ, uh, every weekend we have a themed uh, party. Mm -hmm. So we start oh, off on cool. October 9th with an Oktoberfest, and we will celebrate everything German, and we will have all sorts of bratwurst and wieners and <laughs> ale, and we will have all sorts of fun. It's a wonderful time for all. Um, what are, what are the what, themes? Are you allowed to tell us? 
Oh, yes, I will continue. After our Oktoberfest, we celebrate a thousand and one dreams. And that's when we invite the courts of Avalon, uh, King Oberon of the fairies, Queen Mab, Queen Titania, Moth, uh, the fairy godmother, and an assortment of uh, satyrs uh, such as Puck and Muck to come and host a thousand and one dream celebration. And we invite everybody to enjoy that. We follow that with probably one of our most popular weekends, which would be a pirate adventure. So so on that third weekend, you can get your pirate on and put on your pirate hat and all your pirate accoutrement, as it were, and uh, practice your best talk like a pirate accent. Uh, That's about the best that I have, really. Uh, That and our, and uh, you can enjoy a pirate adventure. We follow that with an All Hallows Eve celebration. And of course, that means we celebrate Halloween. So uh, we've invited the court of Transylvania, King Bogdan and his family, which um, would prefer to be introduced as the creepiest, spookiest, most horrible family to ever grace the village of New Market. And of course, for them, that would be a compliment. Indeed. I was going to say, you sound like my kind of people. I was going to say, that one is an Amy weekend. (laughs) Indeed. And uh, and of course, we invite everybody to come out. And uh, a lot of the shops offer trick-or-treating for the kids. And uh, so it could be a whole lot of fun. Ooh, Amy disappeared. Yes, she did. Well, uh, she's going to be sad she disappeared because our following weekend, we have Heroes and Villains. This is an opportunity for all our guests to dress as their favorite hero or their favorite villain and enjoy the weekend. I prefer to dress up in my white armor as King Arthur. There you go. There we go. Yes, I have a great time. Unfortunately, the queen has decided to dress as um, Queen Morgana, who's a little (laughs) more witchy and evil, but uh, we still have a great time. She started off good, though. Yes, she certainly well, did. She certainly does, that mean, does that mean? Does that mean y'all will be hanging out in the enchanted Avalon Forest that weekend? Oh, we'll, we'll be all over the fair, <laughs> but you can bet we will uh, take a moment to uh, go into the enchanted forest. As I actually like to go there as often as I can. It's such a lovely uh, stroll. Two more. Uh, three more. Three, three more. more. Three more. Yes, for after the heroes and villains weekend, we celebrate a barbarian invasion. Mm. So that's, yes, <laughs> Greg is uh, very familiar with that as his costume behind him uh, shows on the wall there. But uh, that's when everybody can bring out their leather and fur and become a barbarian. Uh, uh-huh. and, and I should let people know you can wear as much leather and fur as you want. Some people think that there's, seems to think that there's a limit and some of them wear a little bits of fur and leather but we do want to let them know that they could wear as much as they'd like oh definitely indeed okay so the next and, one is and the next yeah. one is a highland fling and Ooh. that's where we celebrate everything scottish from the highlands we have highland games uh going on in our arena and we have uh, uh all sorts of contests we have a scotch tasting that people can enjoy we have an at haggis eating contest so they can get some real original scotch yeah. food fair there so and, to make sure uh, to make sure i have my dates correct that's the 20th and 21st weekend uh that would be the uh 
20th and 21st. Yes, okay. absolutely. I'm making sure yeah. my dates are correct. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And thank you for clarifying because I know a lot of folks enjoy our Highland Fling weekend. They love to put on a kilt and uh, to enjoy a Kaylee. And of course, we finish, as I mentioned at the beginning, with uh, our eighth weekend, which is right after Thanksgiving, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday after Thanksgiving, we celebrate a Celtic Christmas. Ah, there we go. That will probably be mine. There you go. go. We, uh, we decorate the entire village. Uh, for the holidays, and it's filled with lights and trees and just all sorts. It's very magical, and it's a great way for people to get into the holiday season and uh, for some of them to uh, find some very unique and one-of-a-kind gifts that they can find from all our 400 artists and craftspeople. 400 that we artists and vendors? Wow. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. And, um, you know, speaking of our artists and vendors, I should let you know that uh, – all our artists and vendors uh, own their own shops. TRF provides a background, provides the land, but each owner buys, builds, and decorates their own shop, and it's their own business. So when they go and support one of these artists, they're supporting the artist himself. And um, these are small business people from all over the world who've spent their time um, perfecting their craft, mm -hmm. developing their skills. And uh, so when, when people go and visit, we want them to be aware of just how special all these people are. So we've talked yeah. about what, we've talked about when, but we've never talked about where. Oh, that's a good point as well. We need to let them know where to come. Well, the Texas Renaissance Festival is located just northwest of Magnolia, Texas. Um, mm -hmm. That would make it almost directly west of Conroe and um, about 35 miles north of Houston. So uh, there's several uh, ways to get there. If they go to our website, they'll find a variety of routes. You can come in off 290 and come up Highway 6. You can come down uh, uh, 45 and come up 105. Or from Houston, you can come all the way up 249 um, straight to the village, and uh, we have plenty of parking in a forested area. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. As soon as you enter the grounds, you're you're whisked away into enchantment. Wow. Awesome! Now, I'm excited. Me. Okay, I like now, that. another thing, another thing that y'all do offer is uh, camping. Oh, yes. That's absolutely right. And uh, over the years, it's become uh, immensely popular. It's in our fields of New Market, which is connected to the Texas Renaissance Festival. So people can show up at the fields of New Market and they can camp. They can bring their RVs. We have premium RV spots that they can rent. We also offer cabins in case they don't want to bring anything and they just okay. want to rent a cabin. Uh, they could do that. And we also have what's referred to as glamping. Yes. <laughs> which would be the only sort of camping I would ever do. Indeed. <laughs> I'm glad to see you ladies agree. And, uh, and that's where they will find themselves in a, uh, a tent built for a sultan with beds uh, and all the accoutrement that they yes. want. And yes. uh, You're they don't have to bring language. anything but themselves. Yes, the better the cabins, man. You had me at cabins, and then you really no, the upped cabins. the game. You upped the game with glamping. I mean, I know for real. Just... So, where can they find information on this? Is there a website? Is there how oh, do they yes. find information? 
Um, well, as uh, as you brought up, our website, texrenfest.com. That's T-E-X-R-E-N-F-E-S-T, texrenfest.com. And they can find out all the information about our eight themed weekends. They can find out where we are. That's also where they can purchase their tickets in advance and get our best discounts. Um, they can also find out all about the fields of new market and uh, camping, and then they can reserve their camping spot. They can uh, reserve their cabin or their glamping area, and uh, they can come out and enjoy uh, uh, an entire weekend. They're allowed to start camping from Friday all the way through Monday. And in the campground itself, we have parties that go on throughout the night. Um, we have a big royal bonfire, which is uh, surrounded. We have bands and food and libations for people to enjoy, as well as the fire. We also have in a, another part of the campground, we have a drum circle, which is located around another bonfire. So that's where all our drummers and belly dancers go to enjoy a uh that sort of entertainment, which they have. And we also have a family campground area where we, where all the kids with their parents can enjoy a campfire, s'mores, stories, and all sorts of activities geared just to children. And right beside that is a kind of a quiet campground area that kind of pulls them away from all the action further in the campground in case they just want to sleep. So basically- I'm sorry. One last thing I've got to tell you about. We also have our After Dark, which is TRF's ballroom. And there in the evenings um, for full weekends, we're going to have live bands. We have dancing and uh, there's food, libations and all sorts of activities for adults 21 and over. In fact, you have to be 21 to get into the after dark and uh, you can enjoy yourself from 7 p.m. until 1 a.m. there and then get up the next morning and head right over to the festival. And that's every uh, Friday and Saturday nights at the Fields of New Market. And of course, that's all at our website, texrenfest.com, T-E-X-R-E-N-F-E-S-T.com. There we are. <laughs> So basically, now, this is like a full immersion thing, but it caters to all family sizes and family members into oh. this world. Oh, absolutely. We love our families. Um, now, many of us were were young and dumb when the festival began. I was a prince and uh, we didn't have families and we uh, we partied without any sense at all out there. <laughs> and uh as, as we've gotten older and we started raising our own families and participating, we, re, we realized just how important a, a venue it was for families. We have so many families come out and visit, but we also want to make sure there's plenty of adult entertainment as well. And uh, we feel that at the Texas Renaissance Festival, we have reached that balance to where you can bring your family in and it's kid friendly and go all about the fair. But if you're more oriented to for adult entertainment, that is all there. For instance, um, we have the public house where we have our um, what we call the green hour in the Wormwood. Um, and uh, where that's where we celebrate absinthe. 
So we have a uh, absinthe tasting, and we also have a burlesque show that goes on upstairs at during the green hour at the public house. And of course, that's 21 and over as well. And it's upstairs and it has a beautiful stage. And I promise you, you'll enjoy that show and you'll be absolutely taken away for an hour. You won't even believe how much time has passed and how much entertainment you've enjoyed. Wow, that sounds wonderful. I was gonna ask that because I have two kids that are really little and so my husband likes camping. So I was like, hey, we're all, we're gonna make this a family affair, but I like that it's separate, right? Because I would love to go to a burlesque show. I mean, that those are just, I don't know, they're fascinating for me. I would love to do it. So I'm glad to hear that there's kid-friendly stuff, but I can go and do my adult things later on, you know, because I'm up later and stuff, but that is wonderful. Oh, okay. I This yeah, is no, an easy sale for Josh. Now, like, one thing I, I do want to talk about, which I think you said that they'll have to go to the website, but something for CJ and Trevor, let me point this way, would probably be the King's Feast. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's probably um, one of my favorite events, certain, <laughs> especially since they named it after me. Oh, there uh, you go. <laughs> that is, uh, we offer a king's feast, and that's offered by the Merchant Prince in our King's um, Arms Feast Hall. And there they will get a two-hour feast with entertainment hosted by the Bordello Sisters. And uh, that name alone should tell you all you need to know about that <laughs> entertainment. They sing and entertain, and they are the funniest trio of sisters I've ever met. And uh, they can also, the folks who enjoy the feast can get a six-course meal. It, it's all included in the price. And, of course, all the libations they can uh, enjoy for two hours. So you can go, you can sit down, and for two hours you're going to be entertained and you're going to be fed and you're going to walk out just absolutely feeling great. And that's every weekend at the festival. And if they go to textrenfest.com and uh, click on the King's Feast tile, that will take them to the Merchant Prince and they can find out all about prices and what feasts are available. We do ask people to make reservations in advance mm -hmm. because the uh, feast sells out very quickly. Occasionally, if you're lucky, you can walk up and there might be a spot open. But again, I would advise everybody go online. And uh, the Merchant Prince, not only does he run the King's Feast, he's also responsible for the Sea Devil Tavern <laughs> Probably one of our most popular taverns out there. And that's where the pirates sing and all the pirate groups uh, gather on the weekends. And uh, again, that's more adult entertainment in the pub. And uh, that's just one of many pubs that we have out there. So, so uh, can you share, you said there were three, about 400 artists and vendors. What are mm -hmm. some of the artists and vendors that you guys have? Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> we have... Glass blowers, blacksmiths, we have a Gutenberg press, we have armorers, we wow. have leather workers that make all sorts of leather from beautiful leather coats to leather armor to leather vests to <laughs> shoes to, there you go, to um, any leather product. We have an artist out there who's working on that. We have jewelry from all around the world and they work with silver and gold, platinum, as well as uh, some of the more exp uh, inexpensive metals. We also uh, have jewelers that sell jewels and uh, wonderful gems so they can find rings and brooches and all sorts of uh, 
actually beautiful jewelry and hair things. They have all sorts of things out there. And of so course, it's, clothing. It's like is, walking into a town sort of idea. It, it mm -hmm. is. I, I suppose that um, in your modern world, you would probably liken it to like uh, the Galleria or the, the Mall oh. of the Americas. It's huge. Again, all those crafters spread out and they're all each and unique. And, and a lot of them are giving demonstrations while they're there. The glass blower gives demonstrations throughout the day. The blacksmither, the broom maker, the Gutenberg press, the armor, they're all working on their products throughout the day so you can see them. Um, we have uh, people that work with torches and bend glass and create these little figurines, and it's absolutely wonderful. We have oil makers, the Crystal Mountain Oils or Father Time Herbs, and people uh, can buy uh, oils from all around the world and wear. And, uh, See, the historian person... The, histori me? the historic side of me who loves history is just completely fascinated with everything that you're talking about. Seeing an actual real glass blower. Yes. That, those are like lost arts. It, it absolutely so, is. We're yeah. very fortunate to have Jody Bove and Hot Glass, who is our official glass blowing demonstrator out at the fair. And she's been out there for almost 25, 30 years now. Wow. So, she, yeah, absolutely. so if nothing else, you just want to go for the historical aspect of it. I mean, absolutely. seeing this um, real is well, you can't miss out on some of the shows that they have. True. But yeah. like I said, from the history side of me, the history side of me is completely fascinated with the whole seeing how it was done in that time period. So and, that uh, alone what, fascinates me. But when you add everything else on top of it, it's like you can't cram it into one weekend. No. Oh, oh, oh you're, you're absolutely right. And, uh, and we're so happy that all our artisans and craftsmen have so much knowledge and they enjoy talking to you. So when you go up and you talk to them and you ask them, how do you do that? You go and talk to one of our potters or ceramic makers. They're right there and they can tell you about the different techniques that have been developed over the years. So they can take you and share with you information about when people first started making pottery thousands of years ago to new techniques and new ways that are going on. In fact, our owner founder is an artist himself and uh, he's done all he can to help uh, propagate artists and support them in their work out here. So uh, I think you'll be quite pleased and uh, the information you'll gather will be, uh, will fulfill all your dreams, I think. Mm -hmm. Now, like I said, she was talking about, but you also have some new shows, you have some old shows, and a little bit about the shows and which areas, because it's like you have, if I recall, three or four different areas for the shows. Oh, yes. Actually, we have eight main stages spread out throughout our 60-acre um, festival site, and that's connected to the 200-acre fields of new market where all the camping. So, so this is a huge area. Um, our main stages are the Globe, the Dove Meadow, the Tower, the Falconer's Heath, the Cloister, um, the Arena, and the Odeon. And at those stages, you can find jousting. You will find uh, a new group that's been uh, starting their second year, Full Steel Combat. And that's where these gentlemen put on real armor, take on real swords, even though they're dulled, and 
they literally just beat the snot out of each other for about <laughs> 20 minutes. Uh, it, it's absolutely amazing. And the last one standing is proclaimed the winner. And um, there's a lot of people in that troop because every once in a while, some of them have to take a break from day to day. But uh, they can find that going on throughout the day at the arena, as well as jousting, which is knights in full jousting armor astride galloping horses and wow. uh, it's it's quite a spectacle and those gentlemen perform four times throughout the day and the queen and i are often there to enjoy that and there's a whole show we have uh, our joust maidens there to help lead, lead the cheering for the night and let everybody know it's going on and uh, we certainly appreciate having the handlin lee action theater performing there with all their wonderful horses. Um, we have at the Odeon, they can enjoy our sin, the Parisian clown who has been out here for over two decades and his performance just simply can't be missed. And he's paired on that stage with Sound and Fury. Now this is more of an adult oriented show. I think they asked for, uh, I think it has a, a PG and R rating. So they, oh. they recommend, um, people be over the age of 17 when they come and see the show because they have lots of funny puns and uh a lot of the adult humor is couched you know so that the children don't necessarily uh get the double entendres but we do like to give warnings because some parents like to make sure their children aren't exposed to that which is perfectly reasonable so um there are a couple shows like that but they are um as I said, we have rated them using the rating system that you use in your century, and we make everyone aware so that they can steer their family and their choices in the right direction. But if you haven't seen Sound and Fury and how they take Shakespeare and turn it on its head, you are <laughs> missing something for a certain. Um, it, sounds like, it sounds like the Renfest is a family. And in that family, I know that there are some times where um, people are lost. For example, there was one we were talking about before we started, and it has something to do with the dinner that you mentioned. The the King's Feast or? No, the one where. Oh, you know, the one for the camping. The one that was on the 11th or 12th or something. There's a dinner for the Navy SEAL. Oh, yes. Thank you yeah. so much, CJ. I, I was so caught up in talking about um, the stages. <laughs> I forgot all about that. On September 10th and 11th, mm -hmm. coming up in just a couple weeks, we will be having the Danny Dietz Memorial Cook-Off. And this is going to... Um, uh, benefit his foundation as well as the Navy SEAL Foundation. And of course, um, if you don't know the story of Danny Dietz, I would uh, recommend you please go and find out. He's an American hero who um, gave his life to save his fellow SEAL members in mm -hmm. Kush, Afghanistan. And um, we certainly hope you will find out about him. And if you can, that you'll come to the Danny Dietz Memorial Cook-Off and enjoy band and music and the cook-off, as well as supporting two really important foundations that um, 
serve our veterans and and our heroes that we've lost. So uh, we certainly hope you'll yes. do that. And uh, the Fields of New Market is a venue that's uh, becoming open throughout the year. We have events mm -hmm. planned out there. We have weddings planned. Not only do we have weddings at the festival, but out there yeah. as well. That was my question because I'm currently on, on the website because, you know, I had to look up my camping and stuff. I have to be prepared to pitch this. <laughs> To my husband, your majesty, I have to so I can go. But I saw that you do weddings during the festival. That's right. It's mm -hmm. so awesome. Like, I mean, when I got married, it was small, but I wanted, you know, the beach. But I totally would have done this. Like, these <laughs> pictures, this is awesome. Like, one's in, like, a suit of armor. Like, this is fantastic. I love this. So if you're getting married or thinking about it, please consider doing it at the Rent Fest. I will attend. I promise. It'll be fun. But, I mean, this just looks wonderful. Like, oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. We have um, several wedding venues uh, around the site. We have an open-air chapel. We have an English garden, a water garden. We have the Roman Basilica, which is a beautiful Roman structure with stained glass. And, of course, we have the magic garden that people can choose to be in. We have a rose garden. So there are lots of venues for people to have uh, their wedding. We also provide a reception area so they can have their reception. In fact, we have a whole wedding team that helps them plan uh, their wedding. We have 60 weddings almost planned for this year, as well wow. as several out in the fields of New Market because we have two venues out at our campground as well. And um, our weddings are very popular, also vow renewals. And uh, we also offer, um, if a group wants to come in and do a, a, a training exercise or have a corporate party or all that sorts of things, all these venues are available to rent and be used for those purposes as well, birthday parties and uh, just all sorts of fun. So I'm glad you, uh, Amy, I'm glad you got to look at it because we, we work on the, our site throughout the year and all these gardens have to maintain, be maintained year round. It's not yeah. something you could just fix yeah. up the month before we open. So, uh, <clears throat> And uh, that's one of the things that sets the Texas Renaissance Festival apart from other festivals. Not only are we the largest, but that we have a year-round staff that maintains the entire premises from the gardens to the buildings to the infrastructure. So uh, we are very fortunate that our uh, owner and founder and first king, has uh, set things up so well for us to enjoy. So. Well, you mentioned that there's 60 acres. The festival uh, yes, that's itself just the is site. 60 acres? Yep. Yes, over 60, yes. That's huge. Yes. It, it is huge. It takes quite a while to walk around. You I'm, almost need all eight weeks just to get through the whole thing. <laughs> well, we would certainly <laughs> hope so. We'd love for you to come out all eight weeks. <laughs> Um, but we're, we're certainly pleased when people can make it for one or two weekends. And uh, we, uh, we like when they come back and visit every year because there's always something new to see. There's always something new happening. In fact, um, this year we added a brand new act called Theater of Fools, who will be performing on our Globe stage um, with uh, the Clan Tinker, which is a, a family circus show. So if you haven't seen that, they do juggling and knife throwing. But uh, the theater of fools defies description. So if, uh, mm -hmm. if you haven't seen that, you should definitely uh, enjoy the theater of fools. They've been performing around the country for over two decades as well. So uh, they're a great act. And uh, it's just one of the many acts that we have. Uh, some of our old favorites, if you 
like Scottish music and you like a kilt, we have Tartanic. And uh, they're quite popular. I'm sure you're familiar with those, Greg. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And, Tartanic uh, and Adrian, they're a wonderful band. And, uh, of course, they perform on the Dove Meadow stage with uh, Saxon Moon, which is a, a bit more of a modern band that uh, puts a new twist on old music. So they do a oh, wonderful cool. job. Yeah, it's excellent. And of course, at the Tower, we have one of our oldest shows out here, the Sturdy Mud Beggars. And uh, <laughs> that's right. They have a pit of mud that they perform in. And um, as much as we've wanted to let them know, uh, they can't. Hold on one second. I'm getting yes. a uh, an emergency call here. Hold on. <laughs> oh, no. Emergency call. So what do y'all guys think so far? Is this something I think it sounds awesome. Pardon me. Apparently it wasn't much of an emergency after all. <laughs> there we go. They have a dragon slayer gift option. I mean, I'm over here on things to do. And I mean, yes. they are just, I mean. Now, three yeah. years ago, three years ago, I think it was three. I was actually at Dragon Slayer signing my books for Alonica and Alonica Splitting Airs. Man, That's right. I'm just saying. This is some cool stuff. I mean, I'm just, I just hovered over things to do and this huge <laughs> list popped yeah, up, man. I can tell you there's no way you can do it in one week yet. I'm, I'm telling I'm you, been, that's what I'm saying. I've been going take all for, eight weeks to get through. I've been going since the 70s. <laughs> and oh. I still haven't seen it all. <laughs> which, which brings me to another question is how Hi. long have you guys been doing this? Uh, we've been doing this. This will be our 47th year. Indeed. Mm -hmm. um, nice 47 years and actually our 48th festival, of course, because wow. you know, we've always done, done one. And uh, we're, we're slowly working our way to our 50th anniversary here in a couple of years. Very excited yeah. about that. That's Definitely. awesome. And uh, we, you know, it's just so much fun. And uh, I should also let you know that we also, our village is inhabited by uh, a group of folks from all over the world. We have a Spanish court. We have King Henry VIII and his English court. Of course, he has his first wife, Catherine, with him. So everybody uh, about the future on that. We, we don't like to share that too much. Um, Emily, have, don't tell her. <laughs> no, we don't want to tell her what happens. It's not good. Um, we have our barbarian king, Rapa, and his barbarian horde who visit with us. Uh, as I mentioned, we have King Oberon, Queen Titania, Queen Mab, and uh, the royal fairy court. We have our bonnie... Uh, Prince uh, of Scotland and uh, all our Scots courts. And of course, they visit with us. We have our German court. Uh, Charles Maximilian is uh, leading that court and brings them into our village. We have a heroes and villains court, uh, which um, Hercules heads up. But you'll you'll notice that we have uh, Alice and uh, the evil queen of hearts and ah. just... Uh, Mm, indeed. Even in even Hera, uh, the wife of Zeus is there just to give wow. Hercules a little extra grief. Indeed, they work very, <laughs> uh, very tough on that. And so um, we're very pleased to have uh, that court with us. And of course, we have for our Celtic Christmas, we have Mother Christmas, Father Christmas and Christmas elves. They come and visit Ooh. for those three days. So their court is always there to uh, celebrate us. We have our pirate crew 
and mm. uh, with uh, Captain Hook and all of them. So they'll be uh, joining our uh, our fray. And uh, we just have a really good time as well as the courts of Transylvania. So our village is populated by uh, glorious folks who are out there to uh, introduce themselves, to entertain and interact with all our guests and patrons. Now, I got to tell you, I'm... One thing that I have to advertise is for the pirates every night they have their auctions and I believe that's around 6 PM. It could be seven. I don't know if they've changed it, right. but those auctions are actually, you can spend money at them, but they're actually fun to attend and watch how they do things. Oh, absolutely. And, the, the pirates are doing all kinds of things, oftentimes illegal, and we have to stop them. But uh, <laughs> indeed, if, if you catch them, uh, just be careful. That's all. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds absolutely fascinating. Like I said, the historian portion of me is fascinated by it, but the, the little kid in me is super excited about it. Oh, well, the little kid in you would be very excited because uh, we've been speaking so much. I forgot to mention all the games and rides mm -hmm. that we have out there. We have all number of games that people uh, can play to win little stickers and prizes. We have axe throwing. We have knife throwing. We have bows and arrows. We have uh, tests, of, yeah, tests of strength. Arrows pluck a duck and uh, just uh, dunk a winch and a tomato throw and just all sorts of things. I that love made. it. Do people end up in the stockades? And get uh, we do have uh, some stockades and you might have to be careful and uh, hope that Durley doesn't catch you and put you in there. And, and even worse, he might cut off your head. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's all fair. It's all but fair. it's okay. He'll give it back to you when he's done. Okay, as long as I get it back, you know, I'm okay as long as I get it back, okay? I'm just throwing it out. We're, we're kind of attached to them. I'm just uh, Absolutely. Well, He'll hopefully. only detach it for a moment, just long enough to take a picture. Okay. And then he okay. puts that it right back. That works for me. So I'm still going through all of your websites. Because that, that's what I do. I mean, I, I do it as we're talking. But I see on here that it ha you have... One, you have uh, Royal Scotch tastings, but, and I'm a Scotch drinker, but you got bourbon and rum taster. And let me say, you had me at bourbon, okay? Oh, there you go. That's my thing. <laughs> bourbon is my thing. But, mm -hmm. I mean, I just, there's so many cool things. I mean, these are just different things that you can, you know, add on to your experience here. I mean, just I saw bourbon and I stopped. I guess I should keep going. But you know, <laughs> one of those things where you have tea and all kinds of fun activities, and like you were saying, the games and other activities to make it a full family affair. Right. And you have a way of separating it for adults and stuff, which I think is awesome. And you have the camping options, which I went through all your camping options because you know I like I told you. Your Majesty, I got to get my pitch ready for my husband. So I got to have all my stuff. Right? So it's like one of those things. I'm going to make him watch this and be like, this is why we need to go. But so, yeah, I mean, you had me up. Did, did I mention the last show that we were on? She actually bought tickets while we were doing the show. So Are you serious? She's probably going to be getting, I'm not she's surprised. probably getting shows right now for the I am not surprised. I did. I totally am. That's why I'm on the website looking at other stuff, you know. I have to. But I I guess for me, 
I would like to know that. Okay, so you said it was 60 acres, right? Yes. <laughs> That's a lot. So in three days, if you stayed, you know, three days or a weekend, how much ground could you actually cover? Like, would I be able to see everything or would mm. I have to plan my visit ahead of time and where I want to hit? Because I feel like there's a lot of walking involved and hopefully I don't, you know, wind up with my head off. But, you know, things could happen. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying I'm open to it. You know, that okay, I got it. But how much ground could you actively cover? Or is this like something that you need to plan what you want to see in times and stuff? Well, um, I would suggest planning because yeah. as you have done, when you start going through the website, there's so many things you'll start seeing that you want to do. Mm -hmm. So it's always good to go ahead and plan that. But then I would also um, remind you that we have a horse-drawn carriage. We have two horse-drawn carriages that roll that uh, roam around the entire festival, so you can always jump on that. And we also have rickshaws. Oh, so we have rickshaws that people are more than welcome <laughs> to ride. So if you do get a little tired, there are ample places for you to take a break and sit down and enjoy. But there's also people that you can hire to drag you around. Nice. <laughs> okay. Okay, nice. And, uh, good to know. Good time. Yeah, yeah. I would I'm think so. I'm looking through this list of stuff that you have going on. And like I said, I took the notes. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> so, yeah, I just came um, to the website and I'm over here at purchase tickets. And I was like, well, what all can I do? Like, let's just make it happen. You know, that's just how Amy rolls. Okay. Like, that just is how it happens. Well, that's good. You wouldn't want to miss the tea and strumpets. We have a whole tea show that you can go up in there and they set you up with teas and the little cakes and mini sandwiches yeah, and Ronnie Dubois puts together a wonderful show and you get to taste and enjoy all sorts of things and you do it on a beautiful balcony overlooking the festival so you can Ooh. look out and enjoy it's oh it's my really goodness good. see is that, I the one, that far let me scroll down is that the one near the, the queen's pantry uh, yes, it's actually above the Queen's Pantry. That's what I thought. Exactly. Because oh, yeah. I have to go to the Queen's Pantry every year for the, the Scottish eggs. Oh, oh, the Scottish eggs and and all the baked goods she has. Um, mm -hmm. They make cake for two and some of the biggest slices and most wonderful cakes you've ever eaten. They're also the... Uh, She's also the lady who bakes all our wedding cakes out there. So uh, she's got lots of experience and... Um, brownies and cookies and everything you can find at the queen's pantry as well as like he said the uh, scotch eggs and kolaches mm. and uh, chicken wraps and uh, welsh rabbit all sorts of things so oh my yes the food, the food is something there that's in fact they have alligator. one of the best blts anywhere hands down right there it is a mm. huge blt sandwich that everybody oh loves and hungry and now i'm you know counting down the days i got 50 days 50 <laughs> days okay and absolutely yeah if you like food we've got lots of food out there we haven't oh, even yes. we haven't even really talked about the food so well, let me let's ask talk you about food. I'm all, I'm all about food before we jump into food i do have one question yes um, now, Super Hubby and I, we do have some Renaissance time costumes, but for those that don't, are they going to feel out of place if they come in just regular clothing? 
Um, some may. Most people, their first time, they do show up in regular clothes. But we find out usually by the end of the day, they will start their costume collection. They will find something. And like through the they, rent fest, kind of build it mm -hmm, up. Exactly. And make it period and, accurate. And of course, if they want to get right into it, right outside the front gate, we have a shop that rents costumes. Aha. Uh -huh. So they can go there and they can rent a costume and be a lady. They can be a peasant. They can be a lord. Uh, they can be a fighter. So there's costumes there that they can rent and put on. And of course, um, there are lots of resources online that they can go to. And lots of people who've been enjoying the festival for many years share how they put their costumes together. They put their costumes together on the cheap. Some of them spend hours and days and weeks, you know, to make their costumes. My seamstresses, you know, spend an immense amount of time on all my costumes and they're beaded and they're just beautiful and they're made of velvets and silks and embroidery. It's just absolutely wonderful. So awesome. like I said, I wanted to see from like somebody's, cause a lot of times people talk about comic cons and like, if I don't dress them up, am I going to feel weird? So right. it's like for somebody who's never been to a Ren Fest, you know, their first time there, the question was kind of like, are they going to feel out of place? Are they going to slide right. in there and just blend in? So that was kind of where I was coming from with that one. And um, they aren't limited <laughs> to Renaissance costumes either for, you know, we do have a heroes and villains weekend. And on that weekend, all the superheroes just flood um, the village, uh, we, we have flocks of Jack Sparrows and, uh -huh. um, we have, you know, troops of Superman and, um, spider fellows and wonder women <laughs> and Captain spider Marvel Gwen. ladies. I indeed, <laughs> just all sorts of folks about, and they wear all kinds of costumes. In fact, I noticed that you CJ, there's a little, uh, picture there in in the top i guess from your side left corner and we've had people from the federation actually visit the festival and wander around they bring their whole family and yes. i was surprised to find out that people in the future still use strollers yes we, we <laughs> talked about that and my concern yeah. with that is the prime directive because right. the prime directive is not to influence another culture with our futuristic Type yeah. tools. I think and I think some of your folks may have already done that. Yeah, yeah we, we we may have we been get, we get in trouble for that. Yeah, we may have been infected. In fact, uh, we even have folks. Uh, we, we have stormtroopers that show up wearing kilts. That's awesome. Things. I love that. Oh my gosh. I you, you, love you know, that. and Jedi's and just all all kinds of people uh show up. It, it's absolutely we even have this fellow, this Martian fellow called Marvin, who has showed up <laughs> in the past. And I must say he has a very interesting um weapon. It's called a disintegrating gun, and it looks like a lot of fun. I've seen him do some real damage out here with that. So pretty oh. much anybody can bring and wear pretty much anything and fit in. I, I, I we think so. It's a fantasy, and we want you to come out. We want you to play. We want you to interact. We want you to become a part of it. We we enjoy performing and um, entertaining all our folks, but we 
enjoy playing with them and well uh, as well and have them entertain us and perform for us and we all have a very good time it's uh in fact it's the interaction and the one-on-one conversations uh, that we have that i think make the uh festival very special and people like i think greg will uh, reiterate it once you've gone to the festival one or two times you start taking ownership because you start mm-hmm. inviting your friends who haven't been out to the festival and you go hey come out to the festival it's great i know everything yes. out out here you know yeah. they'll take you to the campgrounds and um when you mentioned about people feeling out of place what's really amazing is that all the folks, our villagers, as well as our guests, are always reaching out to other people and talking with them and making them feel welcome. So if you go into the campground and you set up your space and you don't really know anybody, it won't take long before somebody's going to walk up and introduce themselves to you. They're going to invite you over to, you know, enjoy a few moments and meet people at their camp. And uh, so people throughout the campground are always meeting. Um, we have a troop of ambassadors that uh, facilitate that. In fact, if um, uh, Amy on our website, you'll find out that you can actually hire a guide to help take you all around the festival like a uh-huh. music docent. Nice. Yeah. yeah, and they will uh, show you things and you go, well, I want to go visit this. Where can I go to find this? And they will help you. And all you have to do is uh, go on our website and schedule uh, one of those people and they will be happy to guide you around the village. And uh, of course, everyone in the village will offer uh, directions and assistance should you need it. Um, we have an information booth. We have a lost and found area uh, right at the front gate. There's also a locker area so you can put things in, lock them up. And as you make purchases, there's a safe place for you to keep them so you don't have to carry things around with you all day. Um, Many of our uh, vendors and crafters offer uh, delivery to the front gate at the end of the day. So if you buy something large, they'll hold on to it and then they'll bring it to the front gate and help you get it to your vehicle. So uh, we're always out there trying to help and assist and make things simpler and uh, more enjoyable for all our patrons. Well, kind sir. Sir, your highness, you have bequeathed us with much information to consider. (laughs) Indeed. And I haven't even, I I really haven't even scratched the surface because we didn't, we talked about Greg and the Falconer, but also Mm -hmm. on the Falconer stage, we have uh, Adam Crack, a a, a world record holder with the Guinness Book of World Records for, I think he holds, almost 20 world records with his whip. Wow. And wow. and he has a whip and fire show that is absolutely amazing. He he can crack whips faster than anybody. He does two whips at one time. He can basically flip a, a flick a fly off someone's nose and then he does it with his whips on fire. So um, he's absolutely extraordinary. We have Rondini, an escape artist, washing well wenches. Uh, it's just so much. We have families, our, uh, our Dubliner Harpers, which is a family of Harpers, the mother, the father, and their children. They're all sort of stacked down going to the youngest, and they all sit out there and play hops, and it's it's just astounding. You just can't, can't name it all. We have and- fortune tellers. And- Go ahead. Like a, 
like Amy asked, planning for three days, you still yeah. won't see it all. In, you still I, won't I'm, see it all in three days. I mean, I'm yeah, there's just such a variety. Weeks. I'm just well, saying go all eight weeks because there's really cool stuff every single weekend that's different each weekend. And, and you you're dealing go. with 60 acres worth of stuff. That's true. We added a new section we're calling Del Lago, which uh, we're going to have French tacos. Uh, I know. Who would have thought? That's what I'm saying. And uh, we also have a wine tasting and uh, several new artists and vendors going to be there. And that's located right by the arena and a bungee jump. And I just realized... I didn't even tell you that every day of the festival would we end, we have a fire show with Solar Rain, ah. which is a 20-minute fire show where they spin and run and just do some of the most amazing um, choreographed uh, fire shows that you've ever seen. And we mm. conclude that with fireworks. Every night of the festival, we, uh, we so have fireworks a, at dark. This is like a definite you must go at I least one so. weekend yes. yes we would certainly hope you would yes at <laughs> least it one weekend definitely. but it sounds like you must go for multiple weekends to cover everything i am just super excited about it i get to go talk to super heavy here when we're done <laughs> and and when you come you're going to find that as you keep coming i've seen generations get raised out here i've when i started as king um 23 or uh, uh 22 years ago 23 almost um i knighted young children who have now grown up and brought their own children out here. We've wow. had we've had uh, children that I met, you know, when I was working out here many many years ago that in, ended up joining uh, the performance company or decided to work out here. In fact, some of uh, your listeners right now and watchers may decide that uh, they want to participate and know that it is not too late that on September 11th at the Texas Renaissance Festival grounds, we're going to have a job fair. Oh, And so mm -hmm. if they would like to work at the festival, that is their opportunity to come out. And if after visiting the festival, they think, well, I'd like to work with the king or, or be one of those characters. We have auditions uh, the first two Saturdays of May every year. So, um, we certainly want your uh, viewers and listeners to be aware of that. And remember, um, job fair, sep Saturday, September 11th at the Texas Renaissance Festival. If you're looking for a job or you want something fun and unique to do on the weekends, it's your opportunity to visit. So uh, Very this is, cool. yeah. Well, I know the one thing that we didn't get to mention was all the food that y'all have. Oh, and yes. I know where we're but I do know we're running out of time here, so. Well, we have it all, turkey, steak, um, from every country you can imagine, it's all glorious. So we hope you'll enjoy it. But we definitely glad having you on our show. Well, and thank you for having me, and it looks like the kingdom is calling, even as we speak. Yes. <laughs> but again, it's thank you for joining us. wondering why I haven't come by for lunch yet, but um, mm -hmm. thank you for having me on the con hour. I had a great yes. time. Your Highness, Ladies, thank you yeah. for appearing and bequeathing us you. with the information. Well, we're and certainly we glad to have you. Lady Amy, thank you. 
And of course, Greg, one of our favorite fans, thank you for inviting <laughs> me on. Thank you for letting uh, me share what you and I have known about for a long time now with all your guests. So and those who are wait. listening, for those who are listening, again, that's T-E-X-R-E-N-F-E-S-T dot com. That's right. And we're open yep. October 9th through November 28th, weekends, including the Friday after Thanksgiving. Here we go.